0: A little bit uh, addictive. Yeah.
1: (laughs) (laughs) This is the Creative Double Shot, a conversation about building the creative life you want. I'm Jonathan.
0: And I'm Ginger. If you want more creativity in your life, let's talk.
1: Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Creative Double Shot. Welcome. We're very excited <laughs> this week because we're just coming off of a family creative weekend, which I know we've mentioned on the podcast before. The last one we did was in November, I believe. Sounds right. And we were not at our usual location, uh, but this time we were. Mm. And, and I think it's cool because the creative weekend works on so many levels in terms of how we interact with each other and nature and creativity. It's basically a retreat.
0: That we schedule. That's true. And honor.
1: This was our seventh creative weekend in the last four years, I think. So we've been doing all right. I was curious, when you think about getting ready for this, I know I get excited. I think you get excited too. But in your mind, what are you thinking as far as what do you want to either accomplish or do or dig into? Like, what, what are your expectations?
0: <laughs> they <laughs> are, you are lofty indeed. Uh, and usually, well, when I start thinking about it, it's like, okay, I'm going to only take this and this. Well, my ukulele, for one thing, mm-hmm. which I have fallen off of the ukulele. ukulele. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Who hasn't fallen off the ukulele lagging once in a while?
0: <laughs> I have not been practicing. Well, I'm not even going to come up with excuses why. It just hasn't happened. But this is a reason for me to dust off the old ukulele. And uh, our child helps me remember what the chords are. And in fact, at either our first creative, it was one of our very early creative weekends. I was taught my original chords when I first brought my instrument so I have that and then I have artistically I always think okay I really want to work on well this time I had planned to write an artist statement that had to do with this current ser- series that I'm that I'm working on and also I took drawing materials. Usually don't take try to take paint and stuff like that just in terms of cleaning up and
1: keeping it simple.
0: Trying to keep it simple. Yeah, for sure. So I always think that I'm going to be Extra productive in that magic 48 hour time period, forgetting that we also use it as a time to connect with each other and make s'mores.
1: And go on hikes and read.
0: Mm, Might have been some
1: murder mysteries.
0: I've gotten back into Agatha Christie and it's a little (laughs) bit uh... addictive. Yeah.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I think that's awesome. I, it's funny. I, I think in times past, I've gone into it maybe in the middle of writing something. and like, oh, I want to get this much writing done. And it hasn't happened. I feel like I noodled around a lot more, sort of ambivalent. And uh, I think some of it was not being in my normal writing environment. And I, I've, I've since evolved, I think, from those early times where I feel like I don't put huge expectations on it. And think of it more as a creative refueling or uh, a way to be inspired and get excited again about the project. At this point, I'm working on uh, my character development in this novel, and I have a lot of questions that I wanted to ask and some books I've been reading, so I brought those and worked through some things, got some stuff nailed down. I was transcribing this morning, in fact, and it was really cool because since I had already had that stuff down as I was transcribing, it got me thinking more about, you know, what the characters want and their relationships with each other. And it was just cool. It was like, ah, well, you know, there's something very fruitful without being, like, lofty.
0: Yeah. I, I find it really interesting, the evolution of this process, because we originally conceived it as a way to unplug. Mm-hmm. And particularly for our child, it's not as hard... Well, maybe it is as hard for us to uh, unplug. As a matter of fact, yeah. Now that I think about it, but having been there so many times, I realize the connection with nature is something. You know, I see trees every day or, or whatever, but there's something about being in a cabin and sitting on the front porch, sipping coffee, and just watching the wind through the leaves, and I, it's
1: yeah. We went on that uh, pretty good little hike. That was fun. And there's a difference between seeing trees from your window and being amongst them mm-hmm. and smelling them and hearing them in the breeze and just all that good stuff.
0: And a good creek. Lots of rocks to play around on.
1: Oh, yeah. It's rejuvenating in some ways. And then, you know, come back home and then work settles in and it all comes crashing down. And, <laughs> but it, the cool thing is— The
0: reentry is a little— Difficult. been Sorry. having,
1: no, no, it's, it, it this last couple of days with uh, work have been a bit of a challenge. And the one thing that's been nice is at least I can think back to a couple few days ago when I was like, okay, you know, everything's temporary anyway. And, and so it was a nice frame of reference. But, um, I think the other thing is also being able to delve into, like we've talked about on the podcast before, different things that inspire us or get the creative juices flowing or whatever. And I wound up reading so I'm reading two books. One I think I mentioned last time was that Kurt Vonnegut book with McConnell as the author's last mm-hmm. name. Okay. So there's that. There's this John McPhee book that he has on his writing process. He's more known for his nonfiction than his fiction, mm-hmm. but huge fan. So kind of going back and forth between those and then saying, Okay, I'm gonna take like a half hour. Oh, I didn't I didn't actually pick a time. I'm like, well let's just open up the book and noodle around i opened up this other journal i have that i've been trying to use more for just sort of creative riffing and and doodling and stuff like that and i wound up coming up with a story idea while i was sitting there doing that i just started doing this little drawing i was like oh you know and and, you know whether it pans out it was cool because it's been a long time since i've come up with a sort of a fully formed short story idea in a short period of time yeah that was neat
0: that is neat
1: I want to talk a second about the idea of the creative retreat. I subscribed to this newsletter called The Red Hand File, mm. Nick Cave of Nick Cave and the Bad Seeds from back in the day. And a, a quick aside, I, I'm pretty sure my freshman year in college, I worked on the University Union Concert Board for, I think, either the year or, or even just the first semester And my roommate. He was a fan and but I think we I think we set up and prepared for a Nick Cave show either freshman or sophomore year anyway I remember being very tangentially involved but I was like ah Nick Cave like who is this guy and I was never a huge fan but I've since come onto his newsletter and he just has a really nice way of looking at the world and he
0: does so and this good.
1: latest one was a somebody watched a documentary on him so I think it was like 20,000 days is what it was called and it was It was about Nick Cave and I assume his music career and stuff like that. And the person wrote this letter into the newsletter and he said, hey, you know, you have this uh, studio basically or office space, you know, how do I create a, I think he used the word sanctuary, how do I create a, you know, a, a creative sanctuary like that? And Nick Cave's like, well, you know, it's funny you mentioned that because I felt for the longest time that i needed that space i could retreat from the world and do that and do my thing and he came to this conclusion maybe like four or five years ago that he wasn't doing himself any favors by retreating
0: mm-hmm. and he said
1: well maybe in fact that the retreat is, or the sanctuary is your imagination and you can be oh. anywhere in your imagination and then he he finally finished up saying well and maybe that's even wrong maybe the world is the sanctuary and, you, you know, you bring your imagination to it. And I think there's something, and I don't know if it's as we get older, that idea of wanting that connectivity, sort of this universal connectivity. And I wonder if that's where it is. But it was just really cool. And so bringing it all the way back around to our creative weekend, I was thinking, well, we sort of retreat. But for us as a family, we're connecting. Exactly. And it's an opportunity ah. for us to spend real time, not necessarily talking the whole time, but just being together in nature, being together, doing creative stuff, listening to each other play music. And it's just fantastic. And so I guess the, the big takeaway is that I think to Nick Cave's point, you can do that anywhere, right? You can do your retreats anywhere, but taking that time, especially in this day and age for us, seems to really be a powerful thing.
0: Yes. I think carving, making the time and honoring it Because you always think, well, we'll do that, or we eat dinner together several times a week, that's pretty good, or, you know, you you just think that it's good enough, but carving, and and I even have moments when we first, when we're getting ready to leave for those trips, I, I always have a moment when I'm packing, and it's stressful to just go somewhere or whatever, and I just... Think you know, like we could just stay home and do this, you know, and make a concerted effort to like hang out together or whatever, you know. And the fact is, it's a different experience to make the effort, and it's always worth it.
1: My secret is that while we're packing, I imagine sitting in front of the fire. Mm. This this cabin that we stay in, or these cabins at this state park, have these huge stone fireplaces, old CCC fireplaces, and they're cold even even in summer they're cold because the cabins are cave-like so basically as soon as we get there we start the fire and just have it going the whole time we're there and i just think of sitting in front of the fire with a cup of coffee maybe a beer i don't know and that's that's all i need it's like oh yeah give me i'll just throw just like this time threw a bunch of stuff in a bag i'm like oh totally forgot this totally forgot that (laughs) but hey i've got my coffee in front of the fire
0: and who are we kidding we wear the same clothes it's true. Weekend. I didn't change
1: anything <laughs> except my
0: mindset. <laughs> exactly.
1: <laughs> the other thing I was going to say is, if you stay home and do it, I know for me, I'll look around the house mm. and start thinking of all the things I need to do, and this I need, you know, just the the to do list. Yes. Whereas at this cabin, there are things there that if it were my house, I would be thinking about them, but because it's not mine and I get to leave it, it's like, yeah, who cares? Like say a, a mouse in the trash can <laughs> in the middle of the night. Get a little visitor. It was awesome. Wanted in on that creative sweetness.
0: Exactly.
1: I thought it was a bear or a raccoon because it was jumping it's up and sleep- down in the trash bag and it just sounded sleep like-
0: Sleep it. battled. Oh, it's a yeah. bear.
1: Get what? down. Run for your life. I knocked Ginger down and ran out the door. No, I did not.
0: Like I, George Castile.
1: I didn't even get out of bed, let's be honest. Ginger saved us. Oh. But yeah, I don't know if you've never considered it. I highly recommend doing creative stuff away from where you normally do. And the more you can do it in different places, I think it just makes it that much richer. Mm -hmm. Because when, at least as a writer, if I'm writing scenes or I'm thinking about something with these characters, I know down the road I'm going to think about a thing. I'll be like, oh, we were at the creative weekend when I came up with that idea or when I decided to link these things. For
0: instance, this podcast.
1: That's true. It was born <laughs> three creative weekends ago now. hmm so:
0: And I think we started with the thought that we would unplug completely because we thought that the cabins we were going to did not have <laughs> Wi-Fi. Turns out they do, but I think it's a nice compromise because we while we're there, we make a conscious effort not to use the phone very much. You know Well like, let's
1: be honest though, Wi-Fi is okay if only one person's on it. But if you have multiple people, it's like, you guys were trying to send each other pictures. It's like, well, hey, three hours later, the picture showed up.
0: That's awesome. Yeah. So it's still outside of the fast pace of everyday life.
1: It is. Yeah. It was just fantastic. So get out there and find a place, you know, and if, if being the, and these are rustic cabins, mind you, this isn't like going down to the to the beach or to the shore or to somebody's mountain cottage that's all decked out and, you know, 5,000 square feet. These things are literally probably, what, 600 square feet. and
0: Yeah, they're not for um, everybody.
1: They're not, but they're for us and they, they work pretty well. And I think, I think it does help focus because you don't have all these distractions other than getting outside. And even that, it's kind of nice. Like, all right, let's get back in and sit by the fire.
0: Yeah. So, yeah. I think that's, we recommend it. Yeah.
1: Get out there creative weekends find your sanctuary wherever you may
0: happy creating
1: happy creating and we'll see you next time on the creative double shot
0: see ya